you know, three years since I've been trying to get my next guest on this show. I've shared before that <laughs> sometimes when we invite guests, they panic. But later, one of my guests explained to me that should they look, show plenty. But there are things that we would not say anywhere else, that we we'll only say on your show. You are the only person that can truly define who you yeah. are. You can say anything you like about me. Mm -hmm. Now you get your mouth. Mm -hmm. My guest today is the matron of Nollywood, Iriti Doyle. The truth of the matter is I had no business being married at that time, period. It's mm. <laughs> less of, you know, let's not even go to the choice of who I married. Mm. Over the past few years, there has been rumors, speculations about the married, the much celebrated marriage between herself and fellow actor, producer, Patrick Doyle. We're officially divorced. You're officially divorced, right, yeah. right. The first time ever in any public forum, Iriti Doyle gives me an exclusive on what exactly is going on in that marriage, what has gone on, and why. My life is not an animation, mm. and I, I cannot sacrifice my life at the altar of your imagination or your, your, your fantasy. And there are some situations that are way beyond your control. control. But when you're an adult and it's not a life and death situation. And we talk about a 20 plus year career. I lost my ability to write after I had my last kid. Hmm. Um, I don't know what that was about. Lost your ability to write. Yes, it, it, it's, that just shut down. You know, working with Patrick Doyle Media, we chart the course of a life well lived. Or more in the beginning. If then Kari will give me the way they were giving other people, I will collect it. I will do everything. <laughs> I would have done everything. Plus the hot water, plus the cold water, all join. I would have done it because then it was about getting your face out there and yes. making a living. Yes. We also talk about the defining relationship of her youth. Uh, she went through domestic and emotional violence. As a young woman in her teens, people have talked about the fact that you had your first child when you were 17. 19, did you stop? <laughs> this is, yeah, exactly. You define who you are, right. not what happens to you. Are you existing on the face of this earth? Mm -hmm. Things will continue to happen to you till you die. In fact, death will happen to you. Last year, we saw it even with her own family where her daughter was involved in a customer scandal. And this went on for two years. Mm. I was bashed in the media consistently for two years. There was nothing that wasn't said. I don't, I don't throw my weight around. I don't feel the need to. I don't have the energy for stress. I don't like stress. I love her. I admire her, I adore her, like all of us across the country. And it is such a privilege to sit and uncover the greatest lessons from a life lived fully. You had joked, well, joking seriously, that you were nervous before the show starts. And I'm like, I'm glad you said so, because I am more nervous than you. So oh, really? Good. I'm putting it into the universe. Fantastic. <laughs> One gay one, we're on, we're on an evil playing field now. Yes. When I started my career in the media, you were one of the first people that took me seriously. You know, there's a difference between, you know, they're supporting me, you know. People support you because they look at this young man, he's hustling, don't try, you know. <laughs> you know, we have to support him. But then there are people who tell you things as if you were their pair, <laughs> you know. And so there were two pieces of advice that you gave me. One is X-rated. <laughs> The other is normal. Okay. You're, you're going to have to remind me. Yes. The first Once one. Is, okay. No, I'll tell you the two. First was, you just jokingly told me, I think, during an interview, 
But a little controversy is good for the soul. <laughs> <laughs> it humbles you. It, hum it, it will help to reset your brain. Yes, you know? yes. And the second one was you told me, you can only F me once. <laughs> Take your best shot. You only get that one shot. You only get that um, one But shot. Le let me correct some, uh, something that I believe is an erroneous belief about yourself. When I met you, mm -hmm. there were a number of people who took you very seriously. It right. was obvious that you were not here to play. You were mm. here and you meant business. Um, maybe you were just not seeing, seeing it. And as to being able to drop words of wisdom, I don't even remember these encounters. I also strongly believe that it's not everybody that is, that is called to do so. Mm. So that you didn't get that from other, people. other people, it doesn't matter. The people who are meant to speak into your life will at the right time and it will resonate. Mm. 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 Thank you so much for that. You know, this is what you just did now. You've been doing it for a long time. Which <laughs> <laughs> Set the bones straight, you know. Um, that, this I can't paraphrase, but I remember one time, there's something else you did. I shook your hand mm -hmm. once. And you said, no, your hand was limp. Mm -hmm. Shake me properly. Firmly, like Fir you mean it. Firmly, like you mean it. You can tell a lot about a person from the way they shake your hand. Yes, yes. Yeah. And you were correct, because at that time, I didn't feel like, you know, I was enough enough to shake people properly. So even in your hand, I had to do it in a way that was subservient, almost, that was respectful, etc. So that stayed with me for a long time. Where did this capacity, this inkling or whatever word to use to set things straight, did that come from childhood or did that come from life? That came from life. The older I get, the more I find out that I really don't have time for BS. Um, there just really isn't that much time and mm. I do not lack the energy. So can we get to the brass tacks very quickly mm -hmm. and deal with whatever needs to be dealt with and just move, keep it pushing. Mm, mm, yeah. mm. I want to move quickly before going back. I want to come a bit forward. Mm -hmm. Because, I, you know, you've lived several lives. Ah, <laughs> Tuesday. I knew this was going to happen. You see why, why I was nervous? I, I knew I was going to coach through this interview. Let's go. Several lives. There's an entire life as a writer. You know, column in these day newspapers. It started from city people, city from people. city people to glitterati this day, from yes. this day to Vanguard. Yes. Did you did you write for Treasures, People and Life, or that was an interview? I'm trying to remember. It's not impossible that yeah. I maybe wrote one or two. One or then two. I did. A, I I had a stint as the editor of um, Complete Fashion. Complete Fashion. Yes. Yeah. That is like a diff. Like, this generation of Gen Z doesn't even know that, that part me, of you. Yeah. Do you miss that part? Writing? Yes. Uh, absolutely. Um, but I lost my ability to write after I had my last kid. Hmm. Um, I don't know what that was about. Lost your ability to write? Yes. It, it, it's, that just shut down. Hmm. And I found myself pouring everything I had to pour into my kid. Ah. So um, that was when... My, you know, I lost my consistency at the daily papers, and at some point, I just had to be honest mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that there was absolutely no desire to write. Um, words are my first medium, mm -hmm. so I don't. I'm very respectful of them. Mm -hmm. If I don't have anything to say, I won't speak. Especially these days, when everything you say is scrutinized. Yes, yes. Yeah. So um, I, 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 I didn't have. The creative flow mm. just stopped. Stop, just stopped, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I had to respect that. What was it like writing for city people? 
Just I, I was I was pretty excited mm -hmm. because that was the first time I was being published. So that was a big deal for me. Deal. It was fun. They let me be. I wasn't mm -hmm. I wasn't constrained. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, you, you, you want to write? Mm -hmm. I, okay, sure, something you can write. Mm -hmm. My first column was a hit. It, it got quite a number of you know mm -hmm. comments and stuff. So yeah, yeah, I continued to write for a couple of weeks. Yes. Then there was one small situation between myself and my editor at the time. Now with hindsight, I'm older. It was just a a big miscommunication, right. but I was a bit more hot-headed at the time and um, given to knee-jerk reactions. You hit me, I react. There was yeah. no pause. Mm -hmm. So there had been, I can't even remember the details, but there were some situations and wires were crossed mm -hmm. and I just sent him my resignation as I wasn't doing it anymore. And you left. Yeah. And I left and they couldn't understand. Like just when everybody is, you know, loving the column, loving the column you're beginning to build a clinical, I just, I've always been this one person that if I say I refuse to be colonized, mm -hmm. it would appear to be a conscious thing. Mm -hmm. I just cannot be colonized. So it doesn't matter what is going on. If I begin to feel like you're bending me out of shape, mm -hmm. um, yeah. That, you, can't take, you can't do it. Not that you can't I, even take it. It's it not, just it's, can't it's, happen. It, it, it just cannot happen. Mm -hmm. Sooner than later, there will be a break. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then, so obviously you went to Glitterati. And Absolutely. That was also and, and, and that's where I'm, I'm coming to. Once mm. I begin to feel uncomfortable, mm -hmm. if I don't leave, I will be forced to leave. And mm. it always ushers in a new beginning. Mm. I left City People today. Two days later, I was in Glitterati. Yeah. And yeah. that was such a... Uh, it opened me up because, hey, City People was huge in the day, so that's a huge platform. I won't say it, it put me on a bigger platform, but it just opened me up to a whole different mm -hmm. audience. audience yes. And I think that was what that was about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Also what I remember around that time when you were doing City People and Literati was also, you were almost the unofficial face for the Obudu Ranch. <laughs> Those were the days. I mean, um, Patrick at the time mm -hmm. um, was like the unofficial, um, for want of a better word, PR person. Mm -hmm. And we all knew that when His Excellency Donald Duke, Mr. Donald Duke was, was governor, Calabar, December, it was a thing. People came from all over the world. Mm -hmm. And perhaps if, if that was happening today, I'd, I would be, I would have a blog. Mm -hmm. Because that was my job, to generally write and report everything that goes on, but right. I would just do it in a, in a very creative, way, first-person way. It's what they would call now content creation. <laughs> Alas. <laughs> yes, yes. And then there's now the life where you're on TV. So people know, okay, but before, you had done Morning Ride. I had done plenty things. Oh. They also did New Dawn with Fumi because you would stand yes, in, you know, when Fumi her, was... I would be a guest reporter. That was also fun. Mm -hmm. um, New Dawn with Fumi was a fantastic show. I mean, it was a landmark. Everybody tuned in. Yeah. And she's such a great interviewer yes, and is. generous with her space. So it was fun to do that. And I also considered it an incredible honor to be asked to step in for her while she was away because I know, you know, how important that show was and yes, is yes. to Fumi. Mm. I enjoyed doing that. I have a very big flaw. Mm. If I meet you for the first time, unless something significant happens, either we, we clash mm. or we have a deep conversation, mm. if I just meet you in passing, even if we have a casual conversation, I won't remember. And people think it's a put on. It's not. Mm. Let me seize this opportunity to confess. It's a throwback from my days on STV, because here's the thing. Mm. 
during that two-hour show, you would have to interview intimately anything from two to four or five people, depending on how many of you are working on the day. The yeah. day that I'm solo, I may have to talk to at least four to five people. Now, mm -hmm. you know how it is. I have to have... I have to know enough of you to be able to have an interesting and convincing conversation, meaning I meet you right now, I get to know you real quick, I, I, know, I know what you're selling, pa, pa, pa. once I'm done with you, delete, next person come. Yeah. So it became a thing, get to know, delete, next, get to know, delete, delete next. next, get to know, delete. Yeah. So unless something significant happens, it won't stick in my, my memory. And so when people are, don't you remember me? I'm like, oh God, here we go again. Just take me out of my misery. Just tell, <laughs> tell me. me. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I want to ask something about that. But mm -hmm. moving on, how did Oge, and I'm sure you've told this story many times, but Oge as an idea, how did that come about? Was, was it, let me just leave the question at that. All right, we were, com by we, I'm referring to Patrick Doyle Media. We mm -hmm. were commissioned at that time to come up with two shows. A fashion show and... I can't remember if it was a drama or a comedy. And I was a young wife at the time, but hey, I have a background in theater arts. I had earned my stripes. I had mm -hmm. written for um, Jaded Options. I had done a bit of acting. Yeah. So yeah. he knew I was capable. Maybe I didn't know I was capable, right. but that's how it always happens. Yes. Uh, may we be blessed with people who will who see what, yes, who will be the catalyst. So he says to me, right, we've been commissioned to come up with two shows. Mm -hmm. It's your responsibility to come up with a fashion show. What? To conceptualize something. That's no problem. We do that every single day. I graduated from theater. We daydream for a living. So um, I remember vividly, we went to the beach that day just to chill and we were just, you know, bouncing ideas off each other. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to come up with a name for, for the fashion show. Style, this, this. What is style? What is style in yoga? Okay. And he turned and said, in fact, that's the that's name of the name. show. That's the name. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Now, at that time, I didn't have, what's it called, the training, the know-how to design a show. Mm -hmm. So he sat down and designed the show, put them into segments. And he was like, okay, you're going to present it. Nadia, yawa guys. You will never know how difficult it is to look directly into the camera for the very first You would, but... A novice, a greenhorn, you think it's easy to stare in the camera? No, yeah. it is not. Yeah. It is easier to stare into the eyes of an individual than it is to stare into the eyes of the camera. camera. Yes. <sighs> that day, we went to shoot the very first episode of Oge was at Eco Hotel. Mm. If divorce was an option at that time, <laughs> we would have divorced <laughs> that day. You know, just picture a husband trying to teach a wife how to drive. Chaotic. <laughs> You know, it's there usually... Was fight, there was hey, agreement. Look into was... the camera, my friend. I'm looking, I'm looking. <laughs> then, I, <laughs> then I will say the lines. I'll forget the lines. Blah, blah. I think at the end of the day, it was anger that got me through it. Like, what the heck? <laughs> what is this thing? Seth, all this harassment. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. <laughs> I finally got in one take. But that was pretty much... That broke the ice. And right. then it was one day, Victor Ladukun used to come to Nigeria to create stories yeah. for the 700 Club. Yes, the 700 Back. Club. So we were involved in that production as well. Patrick Dwight Media was involved in so, so many, many. Pro productions across board, both home and away. Again, we were shooting at a co-hotel. So we were on one side setting up, you know, the technicals and the set and everything. And Victor had taken himself 
across the way. And I was watching him. I was wondering what he was doing. He, it seemed as if he was talking to himself. So I was watching him, trying to figure out what he was doing. And it occurred to me that everything he was going to see on camera, ah, Daddy Tikobu Wesley, he had written it down. So I'm like, oh, it's not magic. <laughs> oh, you actually write, write it, it down. down. You press. Nobody told, told you me. that. So you were learning literally on the job. On the job. So Victor <laughs> will get a, a, an A4 piece of paper. He will yeah. fold it into, into quarters and he will write. Yeah. And he will take himself off to a quiet spot. And he will say it to himself a couple of times and he will come. Boom. Mm. Action. So you see, every time you see a perfect take, mm -hmm. it's an attestation to the amount of preparation that's gone on behind the scenes. Mm. And, and that's how I learned. And from there, it just became easier. So... Mm -hmm. If you're a good presenter and you're not camera shy and you look good and you know how to work a crowd, it's just one leap to becoming a public speaker, mm. another leap to becoming an MC, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. that's how I began to explore all of, of, these, all other of these other yes. things. Because, yeah. okay, you've done the other one. I was going to talk about the MC, you know, ETC. At that time, you would... You were incredibly, you were booked and busy. Booked and busy. <laughs> in several areas. In several areas. I'm yeah. truly blessed. You, you, know? you, you Sometimes been... it just hits me smack in the face. I'm like, yeah. ah, but God loves me, Sha. <laughs> and he has my time. And he has your time. Many stories booked into that. And he oh, has your he time. He has my time. Yeah. yeah. Okay, did a 10-year run, I think. He did a 10-year run. Then... run. Um, that's, I think, where fame found me the first time. Mm. That's where fortune found me the first time. I mm. made a truckload of money from that show. Um, then towards the tail end, I was lead anchor on Today on STV, mm. and I had started Tinsel. Right, right. Then yes. there was still... Ah, that makes sense. Mommy and wife. Mm. There were still all these other extracurricular things that I was doing, a movie here, this, mm, that. Mm. So I was stretched, mm, you know, mm, and something had to suffer. And I was like, you know, we tend to take things that we can create mm -hmm. for granted. Shemi I go do them again now. Do you get And it's so wrong because what is yours is yours. Mm. So I let that slide. We kept on showing repeats. And I think I... One day, I just had the opportunity. I wasn't at work that day, and I had the opportunity to catch the show on air, and I was horrified. In no way did it reflect, reflect who I was. It had dropped in quality. I mean, no. So I'm like, okay, if you cannot do this thing with integrity, put it to rest. This, this is a minus, mm -hmm. and that's where I put it to rest mm. with the same understanding that it was my show. I had a bottle of